Good morning, everybody. It is the 1st of February, Wednesday, a new month. I made a guess at the beginning of the year, forced to make a guess what the ASX 200 would do this year. Of course, nobody knows what 200 share prices are going to do or how many shares they're going to issue. But anyway, I made a guess that we'd be up 14% this year, which is 9%, which is the average prediction of every strategist and economist in the world every year for every market, up 9%. And then we added back the 5% we lost last year in Australia. Australia and we come up with 14%. Well, we have done half of that already in January. Now, if you annualize that, we're going to go up something like 85% this year, plus dividends 90% this year. I'm sure that's not going to happen. So at some point, the market is going to find a reason to tire out, but it's not today by the looks of it. This is the Marcus Today members podcast, general advice only, usual rules. After a bit of a floppy day the day before, Dow Jones managed a 300 170 point rise that's one percent and the nasdaq 1.7 percent and the s p 500 1.5 percent the reason i bothered to tell you that is that we have exposures to the nasdaq and the s p 500 in both the ideas portfolio and the strategy portfolio in fact it's 40 percent of the strategy portfolio so our best bet at the moment is that we see a solid recovery at the beginning of this year in the u.s market and particularly from big tech and we have a bunch of big tech results this week, Amazon, Apple, Meta or Facebook, Alphabet or Google. And if they behave themselves, they might just kick off a new uptrend in the NASDAQ, which is what we'd love to see. And in the ideas portfolio, we've got LNAS, which is the ETF, which is long NASDAQ, L-N-A-S. And the other one, GGUS, which is the geared S&P 500 ETF, 1.65 times geared to the S&P 500. LNAS is 2 to 2.75% geared to the NASDAQ. So I reckon our best chance of outperformance this year is going to come from a NASDAQ and S&P 500 recovery rather than necessarily from the Australian market, which is already looking a bit overbought. And some of its major stocks, CBA, which hit a 52-week high today, CBA on a P of 18 times now. Usually this stock trades around 15 times. So we're definitely top of the range at the moment, which is obvious on the chart as well, coming into the results. And the banks usually peak a week or so ahead of results. Results are on 15th of February. And Rio just hit, sorry, not Rio, BHP just hit an all-time high. And the resources sector is way out at the top of the range, overbought, as is the market. So Australia is looking a little bit fully pumped at the moment. And I reckon our best bet is to be playing the more volatile and obvious mean reversion gains available or likely in the US market. So we'll see what this US big tech result season does this week. And of course, we've got the Federal Reserve tonight. Everybody's speculating on what they're going to say. My feeling is that they will be prudent as always. Prudence is the middle name of every central bank. They will be prudent as always and say something like, we are committed to getting on top of inflation. But the truth of the matter is, is inflation peaked last year. Energy prices are coming down. There were some labor inflation numbers in the US last night, which were the lowest in a year. And that has been the biggest risk to the inflation numbers in the US. And the Fed have highlighted that as well, the labor market. But we have jobs numbers on Friday. And the suggestion is that the inflation pressure from the labor markets peaking out as well. So I think the Fed will be prudent, but 
at some point this year they do have to start getting a little bit less aggressive and this could be their moment so I reckon the risk is on the upside famous last words watch it collapse now tonight but I think the risk is on them going soft and this year starting out as it already has done starting out with completely the opposite profile of last year where interest rates surprisingly rose I think interest rates are going to go on hold a little bit sooner than everyone expects which allows a decent bull market and recovery in US tech at least that's what the strategy portfolio is positioned for at the moment we've also got a Bank of England meeting and an ECB meeting on Thursday night both expected to raise rates 50 basis points again I think they will be getting less hawkish all you've got to do is look at the oil price or the energy prices and you can see the pressure is coming off inflation in Europe and the UK market's hitting all-time highs and the Fed's more important anyway. But Bank of England ECB on Thursday night, jobs numbers Friday, RBA next week. RBA have been criticised for that inflation number last week which showed real costs in terms of food up 10% and travel up 13% and they were criticised for being not aggressive enough on interest rates they just can't win can they so expect them to remain reasonably hawkish but again they are likely to go on hold in the next couple of months or so and that inflation number was probably the peak inflation number anyway so we'll see what comes this week busy few days ahead the interesting part of it of course is that our markets overbought some of our biggest stocks are overbought Half of our sectors are overbought. As you'll see in the technical scans today, 158 stocks are overbought. You wouldn't want anything disappointing to happen, would you? But for now, fully invested trends are, friend. Let's just go with it until told otherwise. Now, in the ideas portfolio, we sold Pilbara Minerals yesterday. It's up a little bit today, but we've locked in a 25% profit in 22 days. So very happy to do that. And I think you have to recognize lithium stocks are not about fundamentals. They are about gauging sentiment. All of them, if you look, have just come off the top a little bit in the last week. Taking a profit, happy to do that. Happy to get involved again later. Again, you wouldn't want anything disappointing to happen. Pilbara Minerals up 34% this year. Mineral Resources 20%. Even Liontown, which had its wobble, is still up 35%. This is a sentiment-driven sector. But the long-term story persists. And on that basis, it's always a buy on weakness at the moment. Meanwhile, I did a very comprehensive technical scans section today. Have a look at that. As I say, 158 stocks overbought. 78 RSI sell signals. Few sell signals around in resources and materials, gold at the moment, nothing that is suggestive of a downtrend just popping out in the uptrend. Our market overbought. It's actually been a little RSI sell signal there. RSI now 68 was recently above 70. You wouldn't sell the whole market on one tiny daily RSI buy sig uh, sell signal. But bank sector as well, way up at the top of the range on RSI. As I've said, everything is a little bit overbought at the moment. Energy sector as well got a little bit of a sell signal. A few sell signals in coal stocks. A couple of the banks, Westpac and Bendigo Adelaide, and some of the battery lithium stocks, MIN, AKE, NVX, and uranium, ERA, DYL. So some of the hot sectors just peaking out a little bit, and some of the resources as well, S32, Sandfire, IGO, Wallies, 
few tops around. There's a bit of an email chat going on with members about what's happened to Wilson Asset Management or WAM Capital at the moment. Have a look at that chart in the technical scans section on its 52-week low, probably a few more weeks than that, in fact. And just to name some overbought stocks at the moment, that's an RSI over 70, NAB, ANZ, Macquarie, Wes Farmers, Woolworths, Transurban, Goodman Group, Coles, Aristocrat Leisure, QBE, WiseTech, REA, need I go on, lots of overbought stocks, very overbought stocks, RSI over 80, CBA, CSL, NAB, Macquarie, Wes Farmers, similar similar list. Henry's take, he sold half of his TLG position the other day. He talks about Megaport down 24% yesterday. In Bevan we trust he says, but not yesterday. He also has a look at the suggestion of a member at Strandline Resources, STA, market cap 520 million. And he's highlighting the Ask the Analyst at 5.30 on Friday, Sydney time. You can register in Henry's Take today. As I leave you, big movers today, Miso Blast on a license application. Flight Center completed a placement to make an acquisition. ERA up as it appoints a new chair and Credit Corp down on a 30% fall in first half profit. Plenty of other news around today. By the way, Megaport after the announcement yesterday, the average target price, can you believe it, on Megaport at the moment is 65% above the current share price. And three brokers have got research out today with target prices 39%, 115%, and 69% above the current share price. And Citibank had their results out, had their research out yesterday with the target price 85% above the current share price. I think you go bust listening to brokers. Finally, the Australian results season diary. We have done that. Matt has done that for us today. And that is in the newsletter. Have a look at the newsletter for or the tools tab for the Australian reporting calendar for the forthcoming results season. That's about that. As I leave you, market up 38, Dow Futures down 78, resources and REITs doing the best, energy and tech doing the worst, new 52-year highs for CBA, Treasury Wine Estates, Rio, ProMedicus, Webjet, AX1, to name a few. That's about that. FOMC tonight, 6am tomorrow morning. Not much matters until that is out of the way. You have a fabulous day and I will be speaking to you tomorrow.